Oh my god, is that the faces of the future? They love me for my ambition. How y'all doing today? She loves me for my ambition. I'm in here a moose, I'm in here a rocket, shiny in here too. So we're here on another Monday. All I ever wanted was a rollie. I remember when I couldn't afford it. When I mad, no me transition. Screaming, they will love me for my ambition. Check the scoreboard. One mil, two mil, three mil. One mil, two mil, three mil. But who's counting? How the fuck could you doubt me? I'm from where they don't make it, but a hundred man trash So I don't ask why they doubting me, I understand why Still I can't make a whole wife when they don't understand life They only understand price, and how my chain costs a hundred grand twice I got paid and the pain started to trouble me less Say name again and again, I'm fucking obsessed Had to learn that success comes with nothing but stress Never had breasts but my chest, that's a double VS Pull up in that spaceship like I'm Doctor Who But everyone and their mum knows I got more than doctors do Women with a boyfriend in my time I got a few They think that they got a good girl What they got is not a clue I got a lot of food Like I ain't got a lot to lose Never gave a shit about a lot of views Ask the guys Real trapper had to turn the O into a box The streets witnessed me turn from a soldier to a boss Cause All I ever wanted was a rollie I remember when I couldn't afford it From the mad now me transition Screaming then go love me for my ambition Check the scoreboard how you feeling today, most? We got that energy. Let's start your week off right. I stopped rapping and re-offended. You know when the track needs mending. Too much mixing a brizzy. You know when the pattern is blending. Buy it, cop it, tell me you shot and the gang's on spending. You never beat that mash off one hand after the boot and your hands all trembling. Too much cap I'm hearing. Too much swag they're wearing. And ain't bought no hammers, that's so backwards, man, that's scary Shootouts in the winter, letting off bind and my eyes will dairy My football boots been dirty, you can't rap like that, you ain't certain Only time I step out naked is when I'm fresh out of sweet. I know I'm a rapper, sorry to say it's on me Pocket, rocket, lock it, shorty thinks it's fake Great, she don't know that I try to get men in his face If I fire this four in the neighborhood, you're gonna have goodness grace If I bust this brick in the kitchen, listen, you're gonna need two, three plates Proud of jobs, I'm proud of bae This one's long but small like Nave Pick up them cases, don't wanna cage Out here on the block and they know we're warm Feds wanna search for hammers and know that they hope they're warm Two L show love to the bells Only go when the corn gets warm Cool cool from bae as well Home soon make sure it's warm When they act tough like we ain't seen no crime Big smoke, K-trap Way before we had Rolex watches Boy it was scheming time Pull up in four Rolls Royces Look at them racist faces I know they can't stand me Secretly wish they could still hang me But now they gotta hang me Next to the bank seat Painting pictures Came in the game with a 3.5 on my violent scriptures Who got vision, who's talking business They wanna tell me who's beefing Who I wanna talk about racks and plays I see 40 M's on the table It's about time that I act my wage I'm paid African boy, no MBE uh-huh. There's a lot to discuss today There's a lot to discuss today on this Monday I hope you vibing with us Cause we vibing too Talk, talk Babi come to the niz, skin all go she cute Has a boyfriend pissed cause she knows my tunes I need me a skin I can't fit in the ride We might have a slide of an open boot School all of these tunes this season Of B won a golden boot Still do it how I did it with scat We really wore those boots Off see the offside flag Come like they forgot their boots Them man 
that selected bad boys I really don't know how they pick and choose The whole gang spent bands on boots That man can't afford no boots I'm married to Elizabeth, that's my wife Charlie. Anything green, get buns, still do it Like I've done it like half my life Any side of the gold man shoot Perform this SLF finish, I do it like Kano, Lukaku Old school like backup and Henry Ammunition stays on me Keep an eye out for Andy's Soon have cost me a monkey Opposition wish they can touch me I remember pedal back days of a kitchen knife getting frontied Now man just fly out the front seat Of snow that the gang too dumpy Age 17 and country, me and Jay like Lucas and Bumpy My first phone calls my alarm clock The line too jumpy I tell my young boys fight up seat I hit shots from far like Roberto Carlos All I do is organise orders Come like I work in Argos I do it for the bread, no hard Anyone need a reload? Is that the faces of the future? Welcome to episode 129 of the Face of the Future podcast. It's your boy Mills. It's your boy, man. Some moose. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? We got rocking in here, too. Let's get right into it. So, how do you feel about what the track star uh, Noah Lyles was saying about um, the NBA players saying calling them world, the world champions, but they're not really world champions? He was just talking crazy. And then, like, on Twitter, all the NBA players, former and current, were. We're coming at him saying he don't know what he talks about. The NBA is composed of the world. And then now we see Team USA losing the semifinals of the FIBA World Championships. It's the same thing. You notice that, like, for the last FIBA, the issue is that they didn't know how to play FIBA basketball. They knew how to play NBA basketball. NBA basketball is strictly built for USA entertainment. Like, it's not built for the rest of the world consuming it. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of the same thing. And not. it's not actually, I might even use that example, but. I guess the point is of what I'm saying is that when you build in something strictly for it to be entertaining, you include certain rules and regulations that's going to strictly make it entertaining. Yeah. And because you have some people that come in, you have like a couple of people who are superstars that come in from like the from from across the world. You think it's possible to make them the world champions, but they're not the world champions because NBA is not a global Sport that everyone plays NBA basketball is different From FIBA basketball It's way different The rules are different The style of play It's a, it's a more physical game um, The goaltending rules are different it's a, lot, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of different stuff That goes on in the game it's, it's starting to show bro Do you think the world Is caught up to To America When it comes to When it comes to the game of basketball Um, In terms of FIBA Yeah Like people don't play People are not gonna play People are not gonna play NBA the way NBA the way that they want them to Like people are not gonna play that Because it's not entertaining for them That's not how they play Like most of the teams that play it's built on chemistry. It's built on team sports. It's built on passing. Like a lot of the game that you play in the NBA is built on the superstar getting the one shot. One on one, yeah. One on one basketball is not a team game. Yeah, as much as as much as they want to tell you that it, that it is, it's built on chemistry. It's not. Like you kind of saw that when they played the previous FIBA tournament. Like they even were this struggling. one, they, they had two yeah. losses this tournament. Yeah, they were struggling, and that's the biggest thing. You can kind of tell that, and I think that also plays a bigger sentiment to like how much the game of basketball is really truly loved by people in America. Because when people play for the national team, it's built on sports. Like it's right. built on sports, it's built on togetherness. Like a lot of these people come in just to make the bag. Like when you saw when you saw the Redeem team, when you saw Kobe, you saw everybody play, they weren't just playing because it was just on some, yeah, I just want to play. Like, no, like they play because they knew the they knew the game. They knew the game and, and, and they wanted to and they wanted to, you know what I'm saying, hold that they they held what they were playing for to a higher regard too as yeah. well. But that, but some people were even saying like in the um in the and not the comp but the comments and about the game that this is not even like our best players playing right now. But I, I don't think you can use that excuse anymore because we have a lot of stars playing in the FIBA World Championship, it may not be like LeBron's and them, but they still have guys like um, um, that are that are playing right now that are, that that are high quality that are that are all stars doing what they do. Yeah, because the idea like 
I agree with that 100% because you can't just use the LeBron, KD, Dame argument because that don't really mean nothing to anybody. Right. Like, what do you mean? Because my thing is, what is KD, what is KD, Bron, and Dame going to do in a situation where you're playing with guys that actually play basketball the way that it needs to be played for the rest of the world? So you're saying if they weren't on the team, they're not going to win the gold? No. Wait, say that again. Who's not on the team? If KD, LeBron, Bron. and Dame, I don't think they win it, bro. I, I won't disagree with that. We're seeing it right now if these stars aren't on the team. These dudes not winning. Because think about it. Like, let's let's actually put it into context, right? The NBA, When you look in the U.S., you, everybody— You think we're wrong? I, Huh? Like, we'll make, like, put it in perspective. Like, these are all freak of nature athletes, which is cool. Yeah. But at the same time, everybody has raised their game to a point where it's like, yo, everybody really, really playing for real. Like, right. it's the same thing in the NBA. Like, everybody has raised their standards to the point now where it's like, someone like Steve Kerr was not. Steve Kerr would be like the thirteenth man on a on any NBA team today. Okay. Tony Kukoc is probably not. So you're saying LeBron, Steph Curry, Dame. Uh, AD all came over and played in that. They're not winning gold. No, he said if they don't play, the USA isn't winning gold. No, no, no. no I'm saying if they're on their team, I if think if they were even if they were to play now, if they were to play now. Oh, now nah, you, ch- you. That's what I'm saying. I thought you were playing now. I thought you. I thought you said. I thought you said if they weren't playing. I thought you said if LeBron if they weren't playing. Yeah, but I'm talking about all these stars. I still don't know. Nah, what? Nah, because the, because no because put it you no know, because put it in perspective. You talking they, about easy money sniper? The boy who who don't care about brushing his head go out and give you thirty five in his sleep? I don't think so. You're what? tripping. You talking about Kyrie? Coming, yeah, bro. coming down the so. bro. Who's guarding so. him? But that but that but do you see you see you're using that from an NBA standpoint? No, I'm talking about from a basketball this is standpoint. No. But this What's is the, the problem? problem. This is the problem. See, I was agreeing we're, with you, but now we're looking at I mean, you no, we're not. We're looking crazy. Shit. We're talking nuts. We're looking at FIBA athletes that actually are FIBA. playing the game of at what, what is the bull say Obama was smoking? That's what you smoking right now. Not me, bro. But nah, it's just more. It's just more. So you kind of have to really understand that now. Like when they were playing back in the day, when FIBA was kind of a thing, it's kind of whatever. You can make that argument that it was like plumbers or whatever. But now, when people are looking at sports, they're taking other sports seriously. I would make the argument that a lot of these teams now are great teams. You can't sit here. You can't sit here and just say, "Oh yeah, these niggas is whatever." Like no, they're looking at America for entertainment and see how well they do with sports, and they're home breeding these dudes. They create, yeah. They catching up. The world definitely catching so up. They catching have up. So for we're... me, but for me, so for me now, I can't make the argument and sit here and say that oh, because we have LeBron, AD, who's also injury prone, Kyrie in twenty twenty three, where people are also home growing their own athletes in their own countries to say that they're going to be better. Yo, if all of them played all of, like they all, all them played, if all of them assembled the Avengers, Again, I don't think they won. If, if you know what I'm saying, why? What? That, who's like who's who's beating them? But tell me depth. that who's beating them? that's depth. Who's beating me? Who's beating them? I mean, at this point, Slovenia beat them. They didn't so, beat them with, with Bron and all of them on the team with but Steph. But Bron is Bron is like thirty eight and still putting 80, up buckets. 80, is Bron still not top five in the world. Eighty has glass paper skin, bro. Like I'm not. I'm we're not talking about a two week tournament, though. That's all we're talking about. That don't mean nothing. Ad can't last two weeks. I think he's just saying anything. Kyrie don't last two weeks. How many times has Kyrie been hurt, bro? Kyrie, how many times they have starting five and a good bench? They can definitely have a rotation to where none of them have to play that much time. I don't think Let's so, bro. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Plus, Let's be the, honest. plus the young bulls, Anthony Edwards and us playing right That's now. That's what I'm saying. Them bulls will be coming off the they're bench. They're gonna have depth. And uh, Anthony Edwards, he he the future of the league. Oh yeah, no, yeah. He that boy right there. I think he got the it factor. He, bro, he's looking Jordan esque out there in terms of young Jordan. I'm talking. I'm not saying like, bro. They they did the side by sides, bro. The bull playing, bro. <sighs> they did the side by sides, bro. So he said what? 
His athleticism is like what? Jordan esque athleticism, bro. Jordan who? Jordan esque athleticism, bro. But he's not like uh, just, I'm not comparing that yet. I'm not comparing him. I'm saying the way he looked, the way he was flying around out there. That's what I'm saying in terms of like athleticism. I mean, what? a lot of people fly around looking I'm like saying, Jordan, but, but they ain't when Jordan. They, I'm not saying me? I'm not calling him Jordan. I'm saying when they put the side by side okay. of them playing in the Olympics, they're on the same age. They say Zion's they looked, gonna be like the next Shaq. They looked. You say who? They say Zion's gonna be like the next Shaq. Who said that? A lot of people. He was big. No, they said. They, they said. Brian they said he was gonna be. They said he was gonna be dominant like Do- Shaq. Dominant Shaq be like a Brian. You get what I'm saying? I called him. I call him Sean Kemp. That's what he reminds me of. Zion. Wow, that's crazy. Sean Kemp's not a bad player, bro. Yeah, but Sean, bro, Sean Kemp used to get <laughs> he's bro, supposed to be a star. <laughs> that was a star, bro. Yeah, that boy, bro. That's Sean Kemp. I'm not saying Sean Kemp not a star, but <laughs> yeah. you have to understand who Zion Williams is. You know who Sean Kemp is? I know he who Sean Kemp himself. is. Yo, Sean Kemp is like that. <laughs> I wouldn't call. Well, him look at some Sean Kemp, Kemp highlights. I have. I wouldn't call him Sean Kemp. They built the same. Are they not right. built the same? Am I, am I wrong? Are they both the same? You're not 100% wrong. You know what I'm saying? The same body structure, same type of, you know what I'm saying? But you don't got to explain nothing to me. I'm just saying. I hear you. You hear me? I hear you. So, um, in other news, another Monday rundown news, your boy Diddy's finally even publishing back to his artist. Well, I got to, never mind. Hey, come Sean. Sean, love. Let me close, let me close off. Yeah. What, you, what you be? Nothing, nothing. What you be? Nothing. Why is he my guy? Why can't he be your guy? What's that's your with? guy. Oh, that's, that's my guy now. That's your guy. You oh. know why that's your guy. That's my guy. <laughs> you know why that's your guy. You're funny. You're funny. You know why that's your guy. This guy here. Yo. I know what he's like. I get you. <laughs> You're funny. Damn. <laughs> You're funny. Your but guy. Uh, but they said Diddy has agreed to hand over Bad Boy Records publishing rights to all artists and writers who worked with the company USA Day, USA Today reported former Bad Boy artists including Faith Evans, Mace, The Locks, One Twelve, and the state of the Notorious B.I.G. have signed agreements to receive their publishing rights. Um, saw this in the news. What are you guys thoughts on that? Is it long overdue? I mean, yeah. I'm just curious to see what the hell they want to how they want to work it. In terms of what, like in, in terms of like what exactly we'll be getting? No, as in like you got your publishing back. What do you want to do with it? Well, you can do a lot with the publishing though. There's a lot they can do with the publishing in terms of like when they get it back. Explain just for the just for the listeners who don't um, know. say you have your publishing, bro. You, you can you can now you can when you, you have sync licensing and things of that nature, you can get paid every time a movie's played. Um, ad, you can put your uh, music in advertisements. Um, now that like the money that you will get from streams or mm-hmm. the money goes directly to your pocket as opposed to the to the label's, the label's pocket, pocket and yeah. things of that nature. I don't know what the percentages are. Obviously, um, Diddy's still gonna make money, money off, off of it, yeah. but they're probably gonna get the the larger share of it now. Um, and that's that's the whole fight that people in the artists in the music industry have been fighting for 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 decades and decades is is the fight over the publishing and the rights to their music Facts. and things of that nature. Um, and we we've been seeing a lot of artists sell their publishing um, to bigger companies for whatever reason. But um, it's just good to see that 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 Diddy is 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 doing the right thing. Um, people gave him slack for it over over the last years. Um, so I mean, it's good. Do you, do you think that you'll start to see? More labels do this or nah? You think it's just because he's got the pressure on him? I think it depends on the situation. I think it depends on how big the artist is. Like I think that I don't want to. This sounds really mean, but the people that are getting their stuff back, their publishing back, I don't think that they're going to make as big of an impact on Diddy as we think that he will, as they will. Oh yeah, I mean, in terms of what? Explain what you mean. In terms of him making money, like he's about to drop an album, and by the looks of the album, the album looks really, really good. Um, looks really well put together. Um, and I just think that the the publishing that he would probably receive from people like Faith Evans, The Locks, One Twelve, like I don't think that that's going to be a dent in his pocket, considering that Diddy's a billionaire. True. Yeah, 
Yeah, you know and, and he's probably made the, the, the height of the, the making the money off of that music has already came in. Yeah, in terms of like so not juiced him. No, he, I mean to Pretty, an extent, to yeah, an extent, yeah. So because I mean, when you really <laughs> like think about it, right? Future sold Future sold his masters for like what, like seventy million, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's like what I'm seeing right now is that like bigger artists are looking for cash, right? Like except the Canadian guy, you know that guy's the machine, so it's kind of whatever. But it's like when you look at when you look at like. Future, Future sold his. Justin Bieber sold his. I know a couple other people did a lot of artists have been yeah, selling them. Yeah, for cash. And my thing is that, like, if you're just getting your publishing back, it's like, how are you going to sit here and use that publishing? Like, take out the streams, whatever. But how are you going to put that in an advertisement agency when advertising is kind of funky right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, people are looking for cash because they don't know when this pan- they don't know when the economy is gonna gonna crush or whatever, or go down, or whatever. Right. So it's like. You're getting your publishing back, but people, the bigger artists, are selling for cash. So I'm thinking about it from like, okay, so what's the play for you now? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there as like a, as like a little bone or whatever. As as if you're an artist right now, say you're you're the locks or whatever things of that nature. Are you going to sell your publishing? If I'm the locks, if I'm the locks, I sell my publishing. Yeah. If you're Faith Evans, you selling your publishing? Mm-hmm. Uh, once you get it back, are you selling it to somebody else, or like, what are you, what are you doing? I'll it depends. Sell for like a short, I, like a five years. Five I would, years. I would sell. I would see what the options are for me. If I'm someone like the Locks, I mean, the Locks had a big year in like the past two years. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. So it's like if I'm them, I would try to find ways to leverage that. So I, I would, would probably sell it and probably yeah. do a deal. One Twelve is a good R and B group. I don't know what they're gonna do with it. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of these people, like I said, they're small. Notorious B.I.G. It's Biggie, like everybody. But are, are, it's Biggie estate. They keep it. They can keep. The, you think they're gonna sign yeah, any of the publishing? Oh no, they're, they're, no, no, they're gonna do a deal. I think they're gonna do a deal for it's a bag. Notorious Big. You're gonna get a bag for that a percentage for lifetime, though. Yeah, could probably, yeah, of course. But oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But the majority, like they're gonna the own the ownership of it to allow, to allow people to do whatever they want with it. Oh yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah potentially, yeah. Because I mean, Biggie's arguably one of the most biggest rappers, most famous, notable rappers, like ever. True. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Everybody would want to hear a Biggie song or a Juicy or a Big Pop or whatever. It's I like, like it when you call. Yeah, anytime that record comes on, especially I think like like I said the sync part, the yeah. sync part where people want to use it in different things, or like even like video games, bro. Yeah, like on some GTA shit. There's a lot. There's a lot of different um, ways that music music rights and publishing can be worked. at. yeah, a lot of artists don't even work to be honest. That's what I'm saying. So we'll see. What else has been going on, man? Oh, I got to get your thoughts on this, Supreme. The creative director of Supreme um, announced his reg- resignation um, from the from the notable streetwear company. His name, what was his name again? Tremaine Emery. Um, he he put an article in the Washington Post talking about um, just, I guess, the racial discrimination that's going on in the streetwear culture, things of that nature. Um, but the big debate that happened in regards to why he got released from his role as the creative director was a dispute over um, images depicting lynching and slavery that led to him being fired. Um, Moose, you're big into streetwear and things of that nature. One, what does this mean for like a company like this? And do you agree on what happened within the organization or how it was handled from the creative director's uh, standpoint or from the company's standpoint as a whole? It sounds so crazy for me to say, but this is the very first time that I can sit here and hundred percent say like, yo, like then white people were right. Explain. <laughs> Explain. Them white people were 100% right. Tremaine Emery wanted to go and put on a Supreme shirt depictions of slavery. When you look at that, 
nine times out of ten, a majority of people do not know who Tremaine Emery is. No idea who he is. A lot of people. So the idea is, you know, Supreme was started by white people. Granted, they have things with co- what, the culture, or whatever. Right, we, right. We know that. Right. But majority of it is ran by white people. The company that owns it is a luxury brand that is ran by white people. So do you think, as a black man, even if you are the creative director, it would make sense for you, it would make sense for you to now go and drop a picture of slaves on a majority-owned white T-shirt? Don't make sense, bro. And then you got upset and said that they're trying to marginalize you. Like, put that in perspective. It's like, you trying to set up the white people to look crazy, and then now they say, no, we don't want to look crazy. And then now you're saying, I'm being marginalized because you don't want to look crazy. My thing is, what was he thinking? What was he he thinking, bro? bro, Why would he ever think they were green like that? Why would you ever think, yeah. I'm cooking up in my my lab or whatever. Wanna bring this idea? Let's let's put slavery on a t-shirt, man. But like that was the worst. I like that was that had to be top like, five worst like even, black creative ideas I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, like even from the standpoint, like bro, like, just think about who you're bringing it to. And with the, imagine if they dropped that. They was never dropping that. I know. I, I'm just saying. No, like know, imagine there's like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the stop thoughts you have to think about when you're bringing ideas to people though. Then Supreme will have to come up with a statement, niggas, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you this because this, this is this is a question that was posed by a lot of people that were um discussing this. Yeah. Um. How far is too far um, to call something art? It depends on the situation. Like, it's just more so being cognizant of everything. If you want to do that for your own personal brand, do that. Granted, I'm not wearing that shirt because that shit will look crazy on me. But I'm just saying be cognizant of the brand that you have. Like, you will work for a white, you work for a company that's owned a majority of white people that's owned, I believe, I believe that. No, it's not actually. You're owned by a luxury venture capitalist company. And so for me, I'm looking at that. I'm not doing that. Right. Because that's going to F up my bag. And and Supreme is already kind of at a point right now where, like, people are kind of looking at, like, yo, like, is Supreme really as profitable as it once was? Because people are not really going out and it's not selling out like it normally is. Do you think it is? Let me. me, No. (sighs) Oh, okay. It's not. So do you think. That's okay. Do you think. All right. Because me me and Mark could be having these conversations off air about just, like, the change in the new guard, things of that nature. Do you think in the same sense, like how we're seeing like new people emerge in like different industries, whether it's new faces, things of that nature. Do you think it's like streetwear, like new brands are, new brands are going to start to pop up where like Supreme doesn't really matter anymore, that type of thing? No, streetwear. So you have to put this in perspective, right? Streetwear changes from time to time. The idea with streetwear now is more luxury than it is actual lifestyle. Right. Like the point of Supreme is that Supreme is always going to be there because it's a brand that promotes a lifestyle. Skater lifestyle, street lifestyle, rebellious right. lifestyle. It's the same thing with Bape, Ice Cream, um, Billionaire Boys Club. Those are all brands that are staples in streetwear culture, right? Mm-hmm. But the but the problem the problem that you have now is that like a majority of these big of these big people now are selling a lifestyle of luxury. Like we're not selling the lifestyle of being the rebel. We're selling the we're selling the luxury we're selling the luxury lifestyle of right. wearing the Prada or wearing the Louis, wearing this. That's why if you've noticed in like the that's why if you've seen in the last couple of years, you've seen a lot of people wear fake luxury clothing. They go and buy that show off of Instagram from yeah. somebody for like yeah. three hundred dollars and you can't tell the difference. Can't because tell the, the difference idea is luxury. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Fact, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like you kinda of have to understand the idea with Supreme has always been we're trying to sell a certain lifestyle, but that lifestyle is not as lucrative anymore because of what today is. Today is also about being a vibe, having this elevated 
elevated luxury, the soft life. Even off a of persona. Yeah. So it's like when you look at brands now, brands are looking at it from a standpoint of what really defines luxury. It's not gonna be a nigga wearing a nigga wearing a Supreme T shirt and some vans. Like a lot of times now, because there's so many streetwear brands, people are going back to suits. If you notice my favorite brand, Amy Leondor. They started making a lot more suits. They started making a lot more pieces that aren't really streetwear-esque, even though they started out as a streetwear yeah. kind of elevated brand. And they still, But they still kept that piece of their business. They still have, yeah. like, small streetwear pieces yeah. to it. But it's more. Yeah, you're not wrong. So it's now, it's more about, like, yo, am I making the suit? What am I doing? I'm making suits. I'm making these things now that people are going back to the original thing of what, def- what is defined as luxury. How can, but how can, like, a Supreme, like, the, the way you say Amy and Leon Dory, they, they, um, they expanded their brand outside of the streetwear, and they did it in, the, in, in, in a great way. Like, how come a Supreme never tried to evolve that way? Why do, why do some brands like Supreme have a hard time um, expanding and evolving into, like, Different luxury, I guess luxury spaces or luxury fashion or just um, a higher tier fashion or just in a different industry. I mean, it depends. I mean, mean, let's not say that they haven't. It's just at the height of it. Like when you look at the height of Supreme, Supreme has worked with Supreme has worked with Louis Vuitton. They have a Louis Vuitton collaboration. You know what I'm saying? They have a collaboration. I'm talking about their brand as their in-house brand. Like, yeah, like Amy Lindor, they have their they have like they've done collabs of it, but their their regular brand, like their their label brand. Has their own lines of stuff like Supreme really doesn't do that because Supreme because Supreme's lifestyle is more about your every it's more about your everyday life and how that fits in like when you go like if you literally go into the Supreme store you go to accessories sure. they sell the weirdest trinkets yeah like they sell like lamps they sell like knives yeah you know what I'm saying like everything about it is supposed to be like Supreme is supposed to be this everyday brand for me I'm a skateboarder of this thing that represents what New York was at a time. Of where it was New York skateboarders, things of that nature. So it's hard for the, so it's hard for them to kind of push from I'm a skateboarder brand to I'm making elevated pieces. You know what I mean? Like they have nice pieces. Don't get me wrong. They have suits. They have certain things. But for them to just elevate themselves into a luxury space where they're just making suits, all these things, it's not going to happen. Do you do you think um do you think brands should grow with their audience though? Yeah, but that's the thing though. Supreme is still also a young brand. That's why they deal. That's why they've do a lot of collaborations with hip-hop artists. Like, they just dropped the MF Doom, the MF Doom collab right. because they trying to save face. You know what I'm saying? Someone like Emilion Dur, it's kind of something very, very similar to Kith. Would you, would, you consider, would, you consider, would you consider Supreme a young brand or a nostalgic brand? It's a young brand. It's for young kids. Young kids are going to wear Supreme. Oh, but I'm saying, oh, I think a lot more old heads be wearing it. I mean, a lot like people a lot are of, a lot yeah, of our yeah, age. Like, a, lot a, lot of young, a lot of young boys don't be I wearing don't Supreme. A lot, a lot of people, a lot of young, a lot of young people would wear Supreme. Over a kith, like when, like you kind of. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Look at the target. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. disagree. Look at the target. All right, understand what you're saying. Look at what I'm saying. Look at the target market, right? Just when you just look at stuff. When you go to Supreme, right? Mm -hmm. Supreme, you're gonna see younger kids. You're gonna see notable people that younger kids would know, Mm -hmm. or at least the middle age slash younger people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have to define what is you. What do you consider younger people? Younger kids. I'm I'm talking about anybody from 16 up until the age. You could. I don't want to say 30, but let's say 25. All right. So a young demographic is going to be familiar with a lot of the stuff because that is a brand for young people. It's skateboarding. Old niggas don't skateboard. When you look at a brand like Kit, I'm gonna let I'm give you. I'm gonna let you talk. I'm gonna no, let you talk. But am I wrong though? Do you see majority of old niggas skateboard, bro? Like thirty and up. Yes, you see a lot of people skateboard, bro. There's a whole culture of people with skateboard. But what I'm saying, that that's that is the demographic that that's that that started skateboarding. But when you think of skateboarding, because I don't want to say too much on this, when you think of skateboarding, do you think of young kids? You think of old niggas? I mean, obviously, keep young Young kids. Yeah. So that's my point. 
like when you okay. think of certain things, you just have to automatically assume. When I think of this, I'm just thinking of this. Okay, good thing, good thing, good thing, good thing. I you, feel that though, bro. Because when you think of Tony Hawk, you think of a young Tony Hawk. When you look at kids, <laughs> but, but but you have to think of the consumer is when Tony Hawk was there. True, that's but what they, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you get your point off. Then we'll get to you. The when you go to Kith, you don't see young kids on there. You see old niggas. Mm. Like you see like young models, but most of the people that are branding Kith are old people. Mm. The new brand that just came out for Fall Winter 23. It's an old dude. He like 75 years old. I forgot his name. I think he's from the Sopranos. <laughs> like he's like he, he he's, he's old. From the Sopranos. I don't know who he is. I know, but, you, but he, he's an actor. But it's like. He's the one that's the face of the brand now. It's not some mm. young guy that's skateboarded. It's True. an old guy that's going around. He's in his he's in his late age. He has a nice car. He's doing that. It's the same thing with Amy Leondor. You see a lot of older people in there. You see some young people because there's still some young stuff. Right, right, right. But the target market is older, and you can kind of tell by the stuff that they sell. I don't. I just. I just think I agree with some of your points, but I just think those Kith, Amy. I think they 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 just evolved in in a way where they allowed. Allowed like their demographic to be larger, larger while while still like obtaining their core demographic. If that makes sense. Like without I like mean. like Supreme just expanded to target their core demographic, but I think without like bringing in an older demographic. If that makes sense. I get what you're trying to say. I I'm just personally looking at it from the stuff of like what's being collabed with. No, for, sure, being, for sure. What's what's being sold? What's being looked at? Like Kith does a lot of things with sports. No, Kith do. does a lot they of do. things with Asics. Like that's a neat that's a niche type of people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you look at someone like Amy Leon Dor who makes a collaboration, who has a consistent collaboration with Porsche. Yeah. A 16-year-old not think about no Porsche. No, you're right. You're right. You're they right. Like, you're right on that point. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's like you kind of have to understand what the brand and who they're trying to market to. Like Supreme is Supreme can do a collab where they make a Porsche car, right? But they not like they're not gonna have a Porsche in their store like Amy Leondor does. Like there's, right. a, there's a there's a way that they market it. It's like okay, this is for these type of people. But like why do you why do you think they never try to do stuff like that though? Do you think they just wanted to stay with one target demographic and that's it, and just relying on like their 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 um what's it called their limited edition stuff that they sell and things of that nature? Yeah, or? because at the core of it is still trying to go to a young brand like a young a young audience. Like majority mm-hmm. of the stuff that they sell is like. Young kids are going to sell it because it's quirky and cool. Do you like that they put their logo on everything? Yeah, it's cool. It's branding. It's the same thing with Bape. Like, when you see the camo, when you see the camouflage, like, it's, it's still a young brand. You know what I'm saying? But they have stuff with everybody. They got stuff no, for with sure. Levi's. They have stuff no, with the sure. NBA, all that. You know? Nah, I get you. I was, I was just thinking, bro. Um, I just think there's, there's going to be a lot of new, like, designers and stuff that are coming up. That's just, that's just what I think. I, I think the old, I think the brand, like, the older brands are still going to be around for sure for the nostalgic factor. But I think there's going to be some people coming up, bro. I don't know. I think that what's happening is that they're going to take a lot of the younger designers and just make the older established brands younger. I don't think that they're good. Like, they'll have their own brands, but they're not going to. A majority of them are going to get a majority of their bag from doing being like creative directors and stuff from different from being, bigger companies. Yeah, so like I feel like that's a trend that's already happening though. Like what we see with like like the Louis and stuff like that, where they hire like pe- like people that have successful we'll call them quote unquote underground brands because they are yeah. like to the to the to the status and bringing them on almost so they can like control the growth of that brand that they're creating, but also so they have those young ideas. Yeah, because the young because again it goes back to what we were just talking about. It's like they're trying to sell. Luxury, like lug, like luxury is being sold to younger kids. Like younger kids yeah. are asking yeah. for Balenciagas. Yeah, to that's go, crazy. To go that is off in middle school. Right, that's you know what bad. I'm saying? Yeah, and it's like 
when you really think about that now, it's like, okay, so how's the best Let way to do that? Let me ask you this. Why do you think they're trying to push that, though? Because that's the lifestyle now. Like, it when is. You look, yeah, when you it look is. at Instagram, you look at TikTok, everything is built on a, a luxury aesthetic. Not necessarily the fact that it has to be Fashion luxury. Fashion yeah, just yeah. recycles itself. Because, like, think about you know this. I mean? 60, the 60s and stuff, right? Even the young people were wearing suits and ties everywhere, bro. They yeah. dressed up like it was like the luxury look was the look. Bro. Nah, yeah, yeah. Like the suit and tie look, I think that's coming back outside like the button-ups. Yeah. You know, like, like, you know what I'm everywhere saying? Everywhere people went, they were wearing suit and ties or button-ups. They were looking a certain type of way, clean, yeah. whatever. It's like things are... Do you like that it's shifting that way? That's your kind of swag. So. I, I, fuck I mean, with not, it. I, li- smooth. I, mean, I like it. I like it. Um, I mean, the suits are the suits are getting looser because everybody wants to wear looser clothes now. You know what I'm saying? You think the suits are getting uh, nah, looser? I think the fitted ones are kind of. I yeah, you know, I, I do see the looser ones. Everybody wear everybody's wearing bag gear clothes because we've been to such like a tight. Make sure everything's super tailored. Yeah, fit. yeah. Like, I like the fitted though. Nah, weren't like obviously like if you if you could do corporate, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, wear like yeah. a real fitted suit. Like don't try to be some fashionista. Oh, true, yeah, yeah, fashionista. Yeah, true, true. But it's like if you telling people, yeah, I want to go out. Like people are gonna wear like kind of like a little pleated pants with like the little. With, like the yeah, little baggy yeah. yeah. And like do you, do you like the um <laughs> you know the, short, I mean? the shoulder pad style in the suits too? Like how it's Yeah, they cool, they cool. I nah, mean, I'm a I'm I a very traditional I'm a very traditional man when it comes to my suits and I'm going out and I'm dressing up. Right, what's, what's that? You, you the double button suit guy or what type of suit guy? Double breasted <laughs> suits always. I need to cop some because you know niggas got husky. Double breasted like, suits are they, they be they, they be don't fit clean. no more. No, none of them joints fit no more, bro. Got a tight hat. You, you, you never I never really see you like with the suit with the tie. You more the suit with the turtleneck type boy. That's no, there's nothing wrong. With, no, that, that's it's no, smooth though. No, 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 it's, no, it's, it's smooth. Like, I'm not. Actually, like, I'm not house. No, I'm no, you're not. You're not wrong. My, no, I thought I thought you no, no, was no, coming no. at you. I was, no, I was giving you. I think it's smooth too because yeah. I've done that before yeah, too. Yeah, I, I think that's just smooth. No, I just thought, I just thought it was funny because alphas always do that. But <laughs> but like not nah, um, my actual my my actual. Um, superpower when it comes to suits is you get it. You get a superpower. Get the get the paisley tie with a suit. Paisley yeah. tie. Get the paisley tie. I thought with the paisley. If you get a paisley, if you get a, and I'm not talking about some shit that you pick up at like Macy's. Right. You got, I feel you got to find bro. like a vintage, something that's smooth, real, nice. real nice paisley tie with some nice colors, and you put it on with a mm-hmm. dark color suit. Y'all it listen eats. to moves when it comes to the suit game. It you, eats every time. Eats every time. Don't it eats. Don't get take like notes, some, Miles. Don't get some. Why are you telling me to take notes? Like, I don't know how to dress. Like don't. Don't get right. some little pink joint. Are you shooting? Are you shooting at me? I, I get the stray. Hey, I'm just letting you know. Take hey, all I know is I, when, I, when I dress, I'll be looking clean. Me too. You know what I'm saying? I'm a show stopper. You know what I'm saying? I look dapper. You're like, who's that? It's Millie. I got to upgrade my, my suit closet. So, But nah, yeah, nah, definitely. It's like when it comes to like, fa- when you comes to fashion now, you just got to understand that everything is being sold to a younger generation because. Thanks. Luxury is the is the thing now. Niggas is niggas is asking for 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 Pradas, and because they know that they'll they'll charge Americas for 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 eight fifty when them shits used to be three eighty. That's so crazy to me. America cups are now eight fifty. Yo, are we are we are we decreasing in everything? Yes. What do you mean, America? The whole like sports, everything, everything. Yeah, well, I, well, I don't get what you're saying. Like sports, we're saying decreasing. We're Not sports. We're entertainment country, and the reality of like it, you see you see Messi come over here just walking the, walking the dog out here. But that's like walking. It's like we dogs out here, because like if we because the, because of, no, it's not. No, it's not. Mean, sports? No. What sport not. are we going to? What sport? All right, put it this way. What sport are we going to a different? You country? think you think England team love we going to another country? Bron, yeah, because Bron is a superstar. But Messi's a superstar too. Right, right, right. No, but Messi, nah, Messi can go in certain gated communities and do that. Messi can't go to Philly and just walk around without security. Bron can't do that in Philly by himself. No, he needs security. 
So what, is, nah, I'm conf- bro, I'll go, bro, I'm, I'm confused with what he's trying to say. No, I said decreases in terms of just like <laughs> equality as a country because we just, we, I'm saying, we be uh, like inflation's happening, like we're losing in other countries. Uh, it was looking at a little joke that I was throwing. Nah. But I get what you know. But America, then, America, but then, is, America is not the place to be anymore. It's China. But this man says China. But, um, I'm not joking. <laughs> I know you're not joking. That's why I'm laughing. We'll get to that point. We'll get to that point. But I'm saying, <laughs> we'll get to that point in a minute. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I think Brown would be good if he walked around Philly, bro, on his dolo. No, I'm not saying like niggas is gonna rob him. I'm talking They're gonna about, go crazy. That's what I mean. So what are you what, saying? What I'm, but what I'm saying is he can't do that. He can't do that in certain. He can do that in certain spaces where you would around like a bunch of rich people. But if you go into Philly, you can't go and stand out there by a dolo. Like y'all saw. I don't know if y'all saw the video. Y'all saw the video of Carabana. There was like 30 people outside watching Bron. Just watching. Yeah. Bron so what's eat. your correlation with Messi though? But what I'm saying is Messi. Messi, if you see Messi outside just walking his dog, he probably in the neighborhood where people probably have the same net worth as him. Okay, he can't come down to he can't come down to certain places and do that. I think if Messi walked across the street in front of my, crib, he'd be chilling. No, he wouldn't. He'd be chilling. The he moment somebody know. catches him, I guarantee you, thirty people are going to be with same him with Brown. Years. That's what I'm saying. Hell yeah, they, they can't the, do that. They're on the same type of status. No, they Messi, not. Messi a bigger star. Than no, they not. Messi a bigger global star than Brown. Le, LeBron compared to to Messi, that's like. LeBron, that's mean, like comparing like Austin Reeves nah, to no. Melo. Nah, you're tripping out. You're disrespecting Brian. Like Brian doesn't have pool. Nah, what? Nah, you Everybody in the world knows who LeBron James is. I am not tripping. Bro, you are tripping. Everybody you in the world knows who LeBron James is. Chill on the homie because he's drunk. Everybody in the world knows who LeBron James is. No, you got to disrespect LeBron. I'm not disrespecting LeBron. LeBron's the greatest basketball player in the world. Everybody knows who LeBron James is. Do you understand? Do you understand who Lionel Messi is? No, I agree with Messi's bigger, but you you discounting Brian like he like he's some. What? what I'm saying like he's some nah, bro. Like, I'm what makes y'all you, think Messi's bigger than Brown? I'm just asking. Put it like this: Did you soccer's see? the number one played sport in the world, and everybody watches. Everybody plays it, bro. And yeah, he's the top. He's watches the, LeBron but he's James the top bull in the top sport in the world. Like, that's, that's and he's why. the most completed. He's the most completed soccer player ever. The world. Speaking of what Noah Lyle From said, the, bro. World. It's talking about world. He's the world. The world number one. In a in a country. I mean, Brown has a gold medal. Country, in a country. With, so what you mean? No, in a country with history filled with soccer. I get you. We're in a country with history no, think, filled no, basketball. No, you don't. Think, no, you not wrong. You not wrong. You not wrong. What are you talking about? Put it in anything. Put it. Nah. Put it in perspective. I you am have, though. No. Put it in perspective. You have Maradona, bro. Who was they thought you be the biggest soccer star at that time, and you and from his, they said Brown was the was the was the one coming out of high school. Okay. And Messi been what playing do you soccer mean? since he okay. was like seven. Brown been a prodigy. Like. And they Number literally call, they call him a prodigy. They call him they LeBron, 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 LeBron the chosen one. Oh gosh, y'all really comparing LeBron? I'm not. I'm sorry. just saying you're comparing LeBron. You're comparing. They call LeBron, LeBron the chosen one for LeBron, a reason. You're comparing LeBron James. They to said Lionel he was the next Messi Michael right Jordan. Now. What does Michael Jordan does not have more star power than Messi? <gasps> oh, you're tripping. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, you're tripping. Michael Jordan does not have more star power than Messi. Y'all are, y'all are yeah. wilding. What? Y'all are wilding right now. What? Yo. Okay, so wait, no, no. Put it like this then. Do you think Michael Jordan? No, no. At their heights? At their heights? No. There's no There's no way. At their heights? You see what they were doing for Jordan? (laughs) You see what they were doing for Jordan? They stopped the game just so the other team could stop and do a photo op with him before they played. What does that mean to me? Well, that doesn't mean anything to me. You see what he did when he was going over countries and everything like that? That's great, but he's not bigger than Messi. In his prime, he was never no, bigger than Messi. He never I will be. I don't know about that, bro. Do you think? You're talking about an age when there was it was it wasn't like a digital era. Okay. When you saw it, him, it so was like a myth. It, so then put it yeah, in that era. That's what I'm saying. So then put it in that era then. Put it in that era. Was he bigger than Maradona? No. Was he bigger than Ronaldinho? No. 
I, and you don't, don't know because bro, y'all don't know I'm what y'all talking about right you, now. I'm, 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 I'm not, bro, bro, what I'm saying is, what I'm bro. saying is, no. The reason I can say this because one, how big of a brand was Nike at that time? Mm. How big of a brand was Nike at that time? It wasn't bigger than Adidas in the nine in the Ain't late nineties. Bigger than Air Jordan. No, it wasn't bigger. In, than the, in the late nineties, Nike became the top bull, bro. In the late nineties, in America, I'm talking uh, Adidas bro, to the rest of the I, world. I but you, listen, let me get on to my point before you start debating me. Okay. And you know, at that time, they were pushing basketball globally, worldwide, right? Okay. Uh, soccer was already what it was. Okay. They're pushing one person across the entire not 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 different athletes, one person across the entire world. So when, like like Chase said, when he stepped over to the Olympics, bro, the way they treated him was like on a godlike level how they treat Messi now is what they're so, saying. So so uh so what you're telling me is that a brand in a sport that is just now trying to be pushed would now have more publicity than an already established international phenomenon sport known as soccer. Think about what you're saying. That don't make no say sense. Say that again. Say that again. So put it like this. You're telling me that right now, NBA, the NBA was trying to get pushed globally, right? And we're using Jordan as the forefront, which I don't deny. Do, do, do any of them have their own shoe? Who, Messi? No, no. the people you named, you said- uh, Who, Maradona? And, and did they have their own shoe? At the time, no, because that but wasn't- But they're the biggest people in the world. Why did this never give them a shoe? Because they probably had their own cleats, but I'm not saying that but they're going to have their I'm own I'm just asking, if you're, so, if you're so big, why don't you have your own stuff? But like having that? your own shoe at that time is not going to do anything because that's an American thing. What you, what like, you mean, if bro? You look at, if, you go look at, if you go look at the world, go look at Maradona, go look how people I know talk how about big, I know, I know, I know, so, I know, I know, I know that they're how big they are. I'm so just asking So how are we having a conversation? I'm just asking, talk about my no, coach. I'm, I'm, asking, I'm just asking a question. Because my thing at the end of the day is that it doesn't matter if you have your own shoe. We're looking at this from an American standard of saying bro, because- but I'm talking about the Jordan name. No, but listen to what I'm saying. We're talking about no, listen to what I'm saying. Talk listen to what I'm saying. I'm listening. When you look at this, because we're using an American state of how big somebody is because he had his own shoe, they pushed him out as being the top guy. He was a top guy in the world. You're telling me that he's he bigger than the NBA somebody who beat. He, you're telling me that people that have participated in world phenomena events. Bro, I'm, talking about, phenomena. I'm talking about Michael Jordan as as, as not just, you talking about just America, but Michael Jordan is global, bro. His he's shoe, global. Bro, his shoe is global. The bro, now what? he is at that time. What do you mean now? What do you mean now? You're crazy. Yo, you're crazy now. Bro, I'm not debating now, that. I'm not debating the, you're I'm saying not, Jordan's now? I'm not, I'm not Jordan's about, now at the time, yeah. The what? way that people look at Jordan's now is different from where they was in the 90s. Niggas no, was not wearing bro. 90s. I'm going to get my brother on here, no. bro. We wasn't, first of all, bro, we wasn't around call him. But, I'll debate him. Don't right, no, no, call, call, call any call him. Any call him. Call him. I'm going to call him Don't right call now. the brother. Call any You call him, and I'm going to call who I need to call. Because y'all niggas sound crazy. I'm going to call Cole. Who's that call Cole? Call Cole. I'm going to call Cole. Call Cole. There's nothing that you're going to tell me that's going to debate what I'm talking about. But you're saying Jordan's wasn't popping back then? You're tripping, bro. Yo. Go ahead, call him. I'm calling him. Me and Cole, y- y'all don't need to say nothing. Me and Cole, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, just let y'all drop. He might not answer. Nah, he'll, he'll probably pick up, bro. He normally does. Hopefully. No, what's up? Yo, Cole, you on the air to Face the Future podcast right now. We need your opinion on something. Uh-oh. What's up? Um, So we're having a debate. Um, The debate started um as debating who's the bigger like global icon, Messi or or LeBron. Um, Moose said Messi. Um, we, me and Chase, uh, Chase and LeBron, and and then we got back into a debate about like Jordan and the biggest soccer players at the time of Jordan's era, and we were debating that Jordan was just as big as some of those soccer players back back in the day in the '90s. Um, and I was on the Jordan side, Chase on the Jordan side, and, and Moose was obviously on the on the soccer side. And then, right. and then we got to the point where we said he said Jordans weren't as popping in the '90s as they are today. Um, do you agree with that? 
So Kobe, no, right? no Kobe. Yeah, let the Jordan. Me, let me let me explain what I said. Because they got because they got because what they said was because what they said they got they were trying to use the argument. Okay, I, I mentioned people like Maradona. I mentioned people like Pele. I mentioned people like Ronaldinho. And Miles brought up the argument: Do they have do they have shoes? And I'm like, if they're so big, why don't they have why don't they have shoes? And my argument was. You're using a standard of what they were trying to do in America for marketing to say, yeah, we're trying to push this as a means to say that they may have certain star power. I'm saying two things on that. One, that Jordans were not as big in the 90s as we think that they were globally, one. And two, even with even if they did have that, that's not going to be a situation that's going to make me think that any any basketball player is going to be bigger than a soccer player that are world-renowned international stars that played during times where people were fighting wars. They were the niggas that brought these people together. So that's all I said. So we can have your opinion. He ain't say the last part. I'm ready part. to, last I'm ready to debate. But <laughs> he, added that, he ain't say the last part together. But what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? All right, hold on. So what? So what's the? We talking about the impact of the players, or are we like, or are we talking about the sneakers? Like, what, what, what's the? We're just talking, talking about the sneakers. We're talking about. We're just talking about star power in but the, general. And but the how question, big but the question these we want, the question we want for you is the sneaker question. But Jordan's just um, well, with, with the with the with the star power. I mean, that's that's kind of subjective. I, I mean, because like, <clears throat> I mean, you can ask the majority of people that, that that were over here, or you know, what I'm saying from America. Of course, you're going to say like like Mike, but then like you know what I'm saying to Moose's point, it it was it was young people that were from different countries, maybe third world countries, and their their perspective was like. Like he said, these soccer teams, these soccer players, they were representing something different. Like they were going through stuff over there that we probably couldn't have, could never relate to. So it like it hit them a little different than maybe see like their favorite soccer player who we didn't even know, like represent their country or their city or their regional, like a world scale. You know what I'm saying? It's like from their perspective, there probably was something different than than we could ever even imagine. You know what I mean? Just just to say like, oh, Michael Jordan's the greatest thing in the world, or like. LeBron or whoever, you know what I mean? Like it probably, it probably was different for for different people. You know what I mean? So like I don't, I don't disagree with what Moose is saying, but if we're um about the sneakers, um you was you were saying where your question was where Jordan's that popular? Yeah, from 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 the perspective of globally, put that perspective globally. In nineties, when the Jordans when the Jordan sneakers finally dropped, how big were they? Were they? Were they Say that again. You're breaking up. You're oh, my fault. You're saying were they like were they popular like around the world or like just in America? Both. All right, maybe not as globally. Like I mean, obviously. All right, so when they came out, like yeah, they were popular. Like you can't you can't say they didn't have no impact. They literally banned his sneakers. <laughs> like they didn't let him trade me. Yeah, that's not. But, yeah, but Cole, that's not my my they argument. Yes, yeah, bro. Did. My argument. My argument about Jordans in the nineties in America is completely different from Jordans in the nineties across the world. Nineties, you can hold make, on because I, I kind of agree with you. What I'm saying is, you can't say they're not. They weren't popular when they came out. When that Jordan one came out, when the when the when the two came out, like up to like the one, two, three, four, like them zones was different, but. I'm not gonna say that they 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 didn't like compete with with a sneaker that was going on already. Like there was other players like 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 the Barclays was going crazy. Even like like Bo Jackson's was going crazy. Like it was some crazy like Nike like 
classic Negro or anybody. You know what I'm saying? Any any brand rapper. But like, mm-hmm. but what up? But but absolutely when when like when the years like went on and Jordan became a, um like when they became like a, a re-release thing. Yeah, like you got kids wearing Jordan now that don't even know who Michael Jordan is. Like absolutely, like so it became like a phenomenon. Like a decade later, like even more. But that don't mean they weren't a popular thing when it happened. Like people got stories of them sneakers when they came out. Like I had to do this, this, and that because my mom couldn't afford them. Dudes was dudes was getting in trouble on the street just to, to say they had a pair of Jordans. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, my my argument, but mm. but that but absolutely though, like. A decade later, when it became like when 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 guys like when guys like uh, Don C and Kanye or whoever else when they first started like throwing back to the threes or whatever, and not just to say like I know they were like who were like the first like to do that to where we had like a visual of it, but it was like a lot of like guys who like always like reference things to the past like that, probably like in different cities wherever. But like, yeah, they became a phenomenon 10, 12, 13 years later when they like when like re-releasing shoes became a thing. Because like then you had younger kids that learned about Jordans and and barely ever saw Michael Jordan play. Yes. Like people people wear people people wear more like Jordan and like whether whether you because like me personally like I'm, I'm I'm a sneaker guy but I'm not just a big Jordan guy. I don't wear every Jordan just because of the Jordan. Yes. But when it comes to a basketball player shoe, Jordan is like Jordan is still over LeBron, <laughs> so it's still like the thing, the thing to wear. If you if you if you think of basketball figures and you talking about on the court or wearing them like to get this shit off when you out, it's a Jordan. Yeah, and it's a Jordan that was designed. Thirty damn years ago, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Facts. Like my so, argument, yeah, it became a bigger thing, but they also were a thing when they came out too. So I, I kind of like don't disagree with either side of it. Like, yeah, it was popular when it came out, and yes, it became bigger time as time went on. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. Nah, I was looking at the like my conversation about it was more about the standpoint of I wasn't comparing Jordans when they first came out as people here. Like, I know that they were popular. But I'm also looking yeah. from a standpoint of like, yo, like if I'm if I'm comparing this to when Adidas was the face of soccer at that time, right, right, when right, when they're sponsoring, like I'm not gonna sit here and tell me that Jordans when they just came out in 19, what was it, 1987 or something like that, like oh they're they're more popular than no, we're Adidas. saying in the 90s they were, and even it, but even in the 90s globally you couldn't even make that argument to me. Because Adidas was the face of soccer. Soccer was the number one sport in the world. You're it right. still is. You're right. So you can't make an argument that a guy that just came out with sneakers at that time for like two or three years who only has three, four products is going to be comparable to a guy that has to a company that soccer cleats Wait, let me ask you this. brands and clothing. You so can't saying that, All right, but this but this was but this was this thing though. Mm-hmm. They wasn't there 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 wasn't no there wasn't no branding around a player bigger than when Mike came out with the Jordan at that time. That's I don't fact. care what sport it was. That's facts. Like, That's facts. I don't disagree. <laughs> like, so, yeah, bro. I don't disagree. That's what I'm saying. It's like that was the very first time where you kind of saw personal like consumer marketing, influencer marketing. You get what I'm saying? Bear. Like that was the very, very first time you saw that. So me looking at that, that's a te- at, at that point, like just take out Jordan from it. Like it's a test of trying to see if influencer marketing can work against a big brand. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like in my in my perspective, Jordan was still with Nike, but it's still at that time. It's Jordan against Adidas. 
globally. And to me, that just hey, doesn't Jordan make sense. What? Like from from a from a basic standpoint, it's like saying Jordan sneakers that just came out in America and they're just now pushing an influencer brand against a global phenomenon. Does that say enough in itself, though? You got an influencer but, brand going against a whole establishment, but that's it's not yeah. though. It's not because it's I, still not. It's still not as big as you're making it seem. How? Because oh, what? Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. So like, who who is going to disagree with that? Like, I don't. I don't feel as though nobody's going to say you're wrong. Like, I don't. They just like, did. I don't. <laughs> no, bro. That's not what you're saying. You're wrong about. You were saying they weren't. I don't. You said they weren't like, as popular. I feel like your statement is like. A strong statement. I don't feel like it's an like an opinion to be like argue because that was the point of it. Like Nike wasn't shit at the time compared to the Converse, Adidas, whatever. They literally made a movie about it. We had yeah. to make a sneaker around this player. <laughs> like that was to bring that, that much power movie. back to make them popular to make them. The, we're talking uh, about influence, and we're talking about influence, but and what, that's what I'm saying. What you I'm had saying, one person brought a brand to 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 the top to the top that of the most notable brands in the in the world, not just in that's America. Just, bro. That's great, but that still doesn't take away the fact that I'm going to sit here and say that Nike at that time is still going to be bigger. Then Adidas. We were talking about the influence of one person, yeah, bro. That's yeah. what we're talking okay, about. So so even if and even if I go to and even if I go to that, that's still not going to tell me that even at that time, Michael Jordan is going to be bigger than a majority of the soccer players we that about, get the but, face that they do. But you have one person carrying an entire you're trying, brand. Going, you're trying to contradict yourself, bro. Thank you, so, thank you, Cole. How so, thank bro? You, Cole. You're trying to contradict yourself tell because mm-hmm. I like when I when I first started talking when I when I what I first said is I was saying I was agreeing with you as far as like somebody like like it might have been like kids growing up or people in in other countries that they might have had a soccer player or whatever that represented them on something different like. I agree to that point, but what you're, what we're literally talking about is, all right. So, so if, if Nike wasn't nothing compared to Adidas at that time, who you're saying was the global phenomenon, I agree. Like from soccer or whatever, and Nike was really trying to figure out what they had to do to become one of their like one of their, uh, you know, what I'm saying to, to compete with yeah, whoever else was, was getting in at that time. They literally figured it out around one person who made them that. You can't say that's not impact. Exactly. I'm not, but I don't disagree. I'm not saying that Michael Jordan doesn't have impact. My argument is saying, yeah, he has impact, but you're not going to tell me that somebody like Ronaldinho or somebody like Maradona. Why didn't they go get them? Because the, I get what his point about that's not that that wasn't the model in other countries. Right, what you're saying. Like, the, like cool. my point is, is that Jordan has impact, but I can't sit here. Like, it would be disingenuous of me to now sit here and say mm-hmm. Michael Jordan because he just became. Just became he just became a global phenomenon. Is bigger than these people who have played soccer internationally for club teams and in national teams for years. I can't do that. That's just, just, said he just, just became, became a global but, 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 I, but I'm not mad at you for that. All right, so so there's a I, there's a difference in them to me. Like Mike became that because of how well he could play basketball. And I mean, if we going if we going like if, if people were talking about this and they let emotions get involved, like. Mike became that because he was a great baller, and then like the business aspect came behind it. After he saw what was able to be done, like through Nike or whatever else, and he became like this arrogant, good playing basketball asshole, pretty much. Whatever. That's who Michael Jordan is. You know what I'm saying? Everybody buys the shoes. We're talking about again, like there's a difference between like Ronaldinho, Pele, whoever else you're going to name. I feel like they had a different purpose to play for. So like, 
I don't even want to like compare them kind of. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I know what you mean, but I don't really mm-hmm. feel like they're gonna come like Mike. Like you know what I mean? Facts. But I like dis- they're gonna like I disagree. They're gonna be more for the people. Like that's kind of like getting emotions in it. I think when you're like when you're like saying like who the people are often often on like the, the court or field at that point. But like mm-hmm. if a uh, well, where, where, where's like, let, let's say, let's say a kid from Michael Jordan's neighborhood, like, oh man, I'm from where you're from. I looked up to you. Michael probably be like, man, get out of my face, kid. <laughs> I don't really got like, why don't you know somebody doing that? So like, but, but I, I think that comes into play of like how and why they did what they did. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that all gets tied into that. I think I get where you're coming from. I just look at, look at it from a standpoint of like, let's also put this in perspective, right? Like, a majority of international soccer clubs, like soccer leagues, like La Liga, like um, um, the Bundesliga, um, the Premier League, all these are all in, like these are all like national staples of the world. Like everybody right. knows Manchester United, everybody know everybody knows BVB, everybody knows uh, Real Madrid, everybody knows Barcelona. Like Ronaldinho played, Ronaldinho played at Barcelona. You know what I'm saying? And then now your legacy is now arguably is is. Um, is messy, like we're not like you, you have these conversations where it's like we're we're talking about a guy, at the same time, yeah, he played for a brand like Nike and they use that one impact. Yeah, it's cool. I don't deny that. But we're also talking about yo, Ronaldinho has played for a comp or a, a team that was around since like the early 1900s. Okay, and now you're telling me now that because of that he has the ability to have bigger star power than that, and then Ronaldinho has the ability to play for an international team. I can't do so that. Was Jordan, he plays for international team. No, he played for U. He played for USA. But then at the same time, you play. How many times you play the right? World Cup? I'm, I feel you. You get what I'm saying? Like the only like part of the part of my argument I, is that Jordan, when they played for the Olympics and they when they played for the Olympics, I can make the argument that yeah, they became a lot bigger than what they were. But at my argument is that people like Ronaldinho. I'm about to ask you a question. No, they got they had they had they they had their popularity, but. Their popularity in terms of the Ronaldinho, the uh, Maradonas, they were already established because they played for their club teams, which were already big enough me, in those countries, ask, wait, and then they had the national teams on, that they played for. Hold, Cole, before you go, let me ask this question. At those Olympics, in the 92 Olympics, when Jordan first stepped into, when all the stars and stars are there from every country in the world, where were all the cameras at? Exactly. Oh, you're asking me. Exactly. Yeah, I'm asking you. Yeah, there was, there was on Team USA. That's fine. But that doesn't change my argument. I'm listening, Cole. It's not. It's not. I don't feel like nothing changes your argument because I'm never, I'm not disagreeing with nothing you're saying. But like, you just said all these people were known for these clubs and countries that they played for. That, like, at the same time, everybody knows Michael Jordan too. So it's yeah, like, that's, what it's that's, the, early, that's the early 90s before he really but was like. Before, before different, for different reasons. Like, it's like they, I feel like we're saying the same thing, but they just got there two different ways. You know what I mean? But, so what you just said, you was like, um, when you talking about the Olympics, you were saying like you feel as though they became more popular once they played in the Olympics or whatever. But this, like, if you were, if, if you remember, like when that dream team first assembled, if I'm not mistaken, that was the first time NBA players were allowed to play in the Olympics. Thanks. So like, they took that shit over. <laughs> like, so <laughs> they were already global for the like global. All these other countries got their best, their best players in every other sport. Competing for a gold medal. As soon as we let the best players compete for a, a gold medal, what did they do? They won a gold medal. Nice. <laughs> like, like Michael Jordan, Magic, Patrick Ewing, 
Larry Bird, all of them. They, that all that was like bad. their first. All eyes was on them, though. That's not. It's not. But what again? I'm not saying that's wrong. But what I'm saying is, I'm you're look. I'm looking at it from a standpoint of we're looking at that one time versus people who consistently have exposure playing internationally and playing local club in their sport. Like it's I'm not like, gonna disagree with that. that and that's where my that's argument comes from. Me. You have people like no, we not we not disagreeing with. Oh, I'm not play. talking about Cole. I'm talking. I'm talking to Miles and Chase. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I because, understand where you're because, coming from because that's how it. Because that's kind of out of our control. Like, that's like the American effect, kind of. Like, we're going to put our best in it, too, and we're going to take this shit over because we're the USA, and y'all not. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, that's just kind of out of our control. God bless you know America. You said God bless no, America. I get, you, I get where you're coming from. I know we not disagreeing. It's just Miles and Chase think I'm bugging for what I'm saying, and I'm not. Bugging. I know I'm not bugging. We just talk about the Jordan Jordan, that's all. Yeah. But, yo, Cole, I appreciate, you, I appreciate you picking up every time we call on air, man. Okay, man, you already know it. All right, bro. I'm gonna holler at you. All right, bro. All right, peace. But nah, bro. I feel where you coming from. I understand what you. What Jordan you, what effect. You said the Jordan. It's I mean, not a, it's not a Jordan the Jordan effect. effect is real though. It is. The Jordan effect is not real he, compared to niggas like Theory Henry, Maradona, and Ronaldinho, bro. Hey man, the '92 Olympics was the best example I could get. All them people was there. I get what you. I get all what them people you, was there when they ste- when they stepped in, when they stepped onto the '92 in Barcelona. Everybody was at all. They was like. <laughs> These just the monsters. They was they weren't I mean, talking it, about all those yeah, people. They was at all because they were there. But that's the Olympics. But also consider the fact of look at how people look at how people look when Maradona played, when Ronaldinho played, when Theory Henry sure, played. They sure. like if you if you thought that that was bad, go to a World Cup game and see how crazy niggas go. No, I, I, I'm not gonna disagree with that. They are major, bro. Like soccer's the biggest sport in the world. Bro. That's why soccer's, that's, that's the, all, soccer's the biggest sport. That's in the world. all we, we know. Was saying like. That's all. That's all I, I got. I get let's, it, but let's um let's jump into the Face of the Future song of the day, presented by um MBT Media. Um, the Face of the Future song of the day uh comes from an artist by the name of Elijah the Boy. Just dropped his uh debut, not his debut EP, but the EP that he's dropped in first EP he's dropped in like the last three years. Um, before we jump into that, make sure you subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Click that bigger subscribe button. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the show, man. Leave a comment, review, good or bad. We want to see what you guys like about the show, what you don't like about the show. Um, once again, the Face of the Future song of the day comes from Elijah the Boy, um, and the song's titled, I Might Be. That's all right, Eli, because I know I'm not like any bitch that you fucked with. It doesn't matter who you go to the club with, who you take on dates, who's at your crib, who you fuck. It does not matter because I know I'll be on your mind. Whoa, come into your girl, it's unlikely. Text red getting a little spicy. Telling me I ain't shit, but girl, I might be. Yeah. But you know I always kept it real Stacking paper till it's on nil Reaching for you, trying to get a feel Later, with you in the phone ring 2 a.m., baby girl, you know why she calling Should've put my phone on, do not disturb Edge of the bed, you not saying a word Know you wanna leave, I'm hoping you stay But I know deep inside, I'm good either way Put you through what I went through And it ain't fair, I'm ashamed, yeah Cause my heart broke, and it fell down A dark hole, and it stayed there Now it's on me, to do the right thing But I can't, girl, cause I'm too hurt And the pain that she caused made me do Worse. And the pain that she caused made me do worse Come in to your girl, it's unlikely Text her again, a little spicy Telling me I ain't shit, but girl, I might be Yeah Come in to your girl
girl, it's unlikely Text straight, getting a little spicy Telling me I ain't shit, well, girl, I might be Yeah Might be the player that you said that I am Might be the guy that's gon' go and pretend That he really like you just to get in your pants Give you my heart, I ain't taking a chance Know you really wish you could get in my head Think a lot of things that my lips never said Reminiscing about all those nights in the bed Will you commit to your girl, it's unlikely Text straight, getting a little spicy Telling me I ain't shit, well girl, I might be yeah, commit to your girl, it's unlikely Text straight, getting a little spicy Telling me I ain't shit, well girl, I might be Yeah, that you said that I am Let's gon' go and pretend I'm a god with you just to get in your pants I ain't taking a chance You could get in my head And my lips never say Once again, the record was titled "I Might Be" by Elijah the Boy off his um his EP "Summer with First Summer Without You." Well, that was a solid record, man. Yeah, no, that was a solid record. That was a solid record. Yeah, he keep, his 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 fan base keeps growing and things of that nature. His following's been growing. Um, oh, it's a good drum, bro. Yeah, that's a real, real um, good. Let's jump into let's jump into Top Boy real quick, man. Um, for those of you who haven't watched that spoiler alert, because we're going to discuss it. Um, so Top Boy um, released their third and final season. Um, on Netflix this past week, um, and I was just looking on the internet and things of that nature, and a lot of people weren't happy about the way the the season the season ended, the season went, and things of that nature. So, Moose, you a super fan? You think you one of the people over from the ends from the UK? What are your thoughts on that? Man's is a ZT, isn't it? You say you a what? Man's is a ZT. What is Z- that? Zero tolerance. Zero tolerance. Zero tolerance. Where's my food, you know, bruv? If you know, you know. Man's just moving. Man's just moving mad on the yard, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no Hell no Hell no Mads gave us a bare bad season Didn't it Hell no You said a bare bad season Yeah That, that season was moving It's a bad back. man thing no No don't ever do that again <laughs> <laughs> You said what well, one bro nah. nah but um, Yeah I didn't like this season It was not a good season He it said was- the whole time He said don't ever do that again Like you from there <laughs> Who the fuck are you Hey, hey, hey. Mads is really the man that I mean. <laughs> But nah It wasn't It wasn't a good season Um, I'll shoot them bail I'm going to assume I'm going to assume that this was written during the pandemic. Right. I'm going to assume that they probably lost some of the recording stuff that they did during the pandemic. Okay. You know, just because you can kind of tell just by the riots, by the police brutality, right. you can kind of just tell that that was something that was in there. They tried to write it in stuff that yeah. was kind of going on. Yeah. So I mean, the whole they didn't thing, do a good job of it. Continue. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, I mean, I get it, but they didn't. I'll also say what they one thing that Top Boy always does well, which I'll always give them credit for, is that they always find a way to put in a lot of the things that is relatable directly to the UK, but also people from outside the US can relate to. Whether if it's US and the racism that is, I mean, whether if it's immigration and the racism that's attached to it, right. being locked up, um, postpartum depression, and issues that a lot of African Americans struggle. Housing crises, housing crises. Like it was, it was really, really good from that standpoint, right? And I loved it. But what I but what I noticed watching the season was that it felt very hollow. And one thing about Top Boy is that it feels very intimate. You can kind of feel the feelings of what's going on. Right. And from 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 that particular situation, I kind of wrote that to how the story was written. I think that a lot of the things that they put in a third season should have been in season two instead of making the whole focus trying to save Lauren. 
Yeah, they should they should have sprinkled that stuff in, like you said. Yeah, because my thing is now it's like you brought in these random Irish dudes in their last three episodes. Like they weren't really terrorizing nobody. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Like they, that, that point is like, what was the point of having them if just to have another enemy to, to create a storyline or like what the filler? Like what what was that yeah, about? Yeah, they needed a, they needed to find something else for a storyline to keep the story going. Um, because they didn't have a supplier because lie because you remember Lyth and Lizzie they disappeared because they, mm-hmm. they they zoled that man right yeah they zoled him yeah and my thing is that if you're gonna do that you should have had you should have had Lizzie have beef you should have had Lizzie have beef with other Irish people that yeah. came in and did what they needed to do killed her off or you should have put that in a perspective where when they were going to Spain you had that written in like there's some beef with Irishmen so that's how it kind of makes sense. Like, there's no way that this random... Yeah, Lizzie, Lizzie, they finessed the mess yeah. out of Duchesne. And then it was just like, what also bothered me the most about it was that, like, someone like Duchesne, who's always been known to be very meticulous in how he moves and talks to people, right. for him to just randomly kill yeah, I Jonathan, hated that. I and hated then he that. Had, his fingerprints that's are everywhere. there. Everywhere. That, that's not Duchesne. That's, that's not his character. That's a Sully move. Yeah. That's Sully 101. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so it just kind of felt annoying with that. Um, obviously, with Jack's storyline as well, I wasn't jacking it because <laughs> no pun intended. Like, I wasn't. <laughs> it was Paul. <part> like, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I just wasn't. Feel, I wasn't feeling it because it was just like Jack would never steal from Sully. Yeah, like Jack's whole idea is to save her family, whether it be through whatever means it is, and for you to make her steal from Sully. And she and she would always move a little smarter than the rest. Of, she was always her character was like smarter than the rest of the people she was like in her circle. Yeah, the way she moved, it kind of just made her feel like she was with everyone else, and that's not who she is. You know what I mean? And so, and then Aaron not being in there, and then Aaron not being in there. Granted, he was on a um he was on a stream yesterday with um popular streamer um Billy the Goat. Shout out to him. Um, he was talking about the fact that like he just didn't want to be in it because there was no story arc for him. But I, I I get that, but at that point you're in the last season, bro. Finish it out. No, like, I get finish you. it out. Let us at least if you like leave in one episode. Okay, cool. We understand why that type of thing. But even like the development with his brother, with his younger brother, it's like it would have put things more together as opposed to just opening up. It's like, oh, Aaron's away. That type of thing. Yeah, because he was saying that they didn't give him any lines in the story. Because my thing is that like my dynamic that I would have liked was Steph eventually moving to the ends, but you have Aaron still trying to keep the essence of who Steph is and what Jamie wanted for him. But you didn't have that. You had, you had all of um, Jamie's crew doing all that. Yeah. And for me, you kind of needed that balance of Steph being conflicted of what Jamie wants versus who Jamie is was. You was, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I felt that that would have been a better written story. But if you're not gonna give him no no credits, would I'm you would that. you like to then open up the season like with more detail into the closing scene of the last se- of of last of season two? Yeah, cause, yeah. Because it kind of just like it showed obviously it, it, it intros showing like the recap of what happened, and then it kind of like opens up from that scene like right after things happen, as opposed to like what transpired in that interaction. I, I would like to see like the interaction after he, Sully did what he did to Jamie Facts. and and seeing like what happened. After that, if that yeah. makes sense. I just think that I think that how they wrote that off was kind of stupid. Like Deshane killing Sully to me was a very stupid idea. You mean the other way around? So yeah, Sully killing Deshane was a very stupid idea. Like it just I get it, but I don't. I've said this before. I'm still I'm still standing by it. I just think that Sully's Sully's daughter and his baby mom should have died because those are one of the very few people he cares about. And I think that Steph should have been the one to do something to 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 kill Deshane. Steph, I don't. Get, I think Steph should have killed Sully or or one of his family members. That's why I thought those playing out to be in the start of the season. Yeah, but I think that put it in in perspective for me, it's like when you really look back on all the seasons, everybody has always linked everything back to Deshane. It's never been Sully and Deshane separate. True, Deshane has always been the mastermind. Yeah. So for me, looking at the perspective, I'm looking at it is if Sully was the one. Want the scent to hit out because everybody knows the Shane. 
everybody would assume DeShane did it. Yeah, but this, but but from the standpoint of Stefan's point of view, is like he just saw the man who shot his brother right That's in front fair. of him. So like, why would he even go for? He going after the person that did what he did. Yeah, but I would also look at the stand. And I, I think would, that would have made it for a more entertaining season too. It would, but I also look at the standpoint from from it as like Steph also knows who DeShane is. True. DeShane, like people know DeShane will have people do things that they shouldn't be doing. Right. So it's like for me, I just would have had to have him do that. And I just thought it would have been poetic justice to be a callback to the very, very first last episode of Top Boy. Because you tried to make the reference when he was running around in Summer House like he did last time from the Turks. For all that, you might as well just add another child and have him get shot. How do you feel, how do you feel about DeShane um, getting left high and dry? Like him getting finessed, him getting killed. And him, did you like expect all that to happen to him? Yeah, because he was acting, he was talking crazy. To everybody. When? He's been told he was talking crazy to everybody. He was, but he's been trying to get out, though. Yeah, but if you're trying to get out, you're not like... The thing is, if you're trying to get out, you need to also protect yourself to make sure that you don't have to go back in. True. And if you're going to sit and disrespect people like that, you have to talk to them. You have to talk to people in a way that they're going to protect you, too. Mm-hmm. They want things. You can't just be like, yo, I need my money now. You better have it for me. Like, you right. talk to your lawyer as if your lawyer is the one that robbed you. Yeah. He was in crisis mode at that point, though. He's yeah. a crisis mode like that because he got they hit a lick on him, they hit a lick on him. I would have been sick. How how many mil was it? Like so what like 13, 16 or something like so that. It's fifteen crazy. mil, fifteen piece. Yeah, fifteen pounds, bro. Yeah, that was just drunk. Did him dirty, but that's my thoughts, bro. I thought season I thought season three would have been a little better. I feel like it was a little rushed. I, I was expecting like the season to be at least the same length as the last two seasons, or or, or um have a couple extra episodes just to leave the fans um. With something, man. Where do y'all rank that in terms of like drug crime shows? Mm, that's not top five. Not even close. Now, who do you think killed Sully though? Real quick though, before we get into that. Who killed Sully? Yeah. Um, I think, like I said, I think um, it was one of the one of the people from like Jamie's crew. What? Sai. What's his name? Sai. Sai. Um, yeah, the kid who they put the barrel in mouth thought he stole the money, but he didn't because Sai was the only time person I think would be on the same type of time. Um, or like maybe the Irish Irish uh men came back or something like that. Even though they whacked the whole that whole little crew. Maybe like they came and did what they had to do. I don't know. I don't think it really matters. Who, who do you think? What, why? What do you mean? Because I think that that was the whole point of it. It's like you've caused so many enemies from everybody that it could have been anybody. Right. And I think that based off of it being that, I think it was just a situation of like they specifically did it because you, you've you done what you did. Yeah. Granted, I don't agree with how the karma was set out. You know what I mean? But it was just like, yeah, I just think that for Sully, I think that it just it didn't really matter at the end of the day who killed Sully because you you've done what you've done you've recklessly killed everybody right you know so it's just a karma thing at the end of the day yeah it's just yeah it was just a karma thing overall what do you uh, out of ten what do you um give me your Rotten Tomatoes score for for season for, for the season for, or overall overall and this season we'll do the overall rating and we'll give the season rating the season is definitely like a four but I would say overall I give it a six just because it got progressively worse as it went on. I was gonna say a six, a six five, six seven, in terms of like overall rating, like a six point seven or a six seven, like a six. No, like a six point seven. Uh, I give it like a seven, just because. Uh, I didn't see the last season yet, though. Go ahead, you're gonna, you, your rating might drop, but I'm not gonna, go in there with an the open mind. Nah, yeah, I kind of was tuning you guys out while you guys were talking about it, but like I'm definitely gonna see the last season because I do fuck with Top be, Boy. You're not gonna be happy. See, you're not gonna mm. be happy. Let's um, let's jump into our uh, our final segment of the day, the sports segment. Um, yes. I, come, I come in here with a heavy heart. Yes, you guys suck. <laughs> why do you why do you have your legs crossed like that? Yes, please. Let's talk about it. You suck. So, um, 
the Chiefs play the Detroit Lions. The, the Chiefs. This hurts me to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said D-d-d-d-d-d-d-d. the Chiefs play the Detroit Lions um, on Thursday to open up the NFL season. Um, the Detroit Lions beat the Chiefs by one point, uh, twenty-one to twenty. In, well, they were in Arrowhead, weren't they? Yeah, they were in Arrowhead in Kansas you know. City, and yeah, that's all I have to say. We took an L. That's all you have to say. Um, I called it though. I called it last episode. I said we probably gonna lose the postgame game, that, so I'm not. I'm not too disappointed. Here he goes. I hate when people do. Oh, we might lose. But I said that, bro. I said the opening okay. game. Okay. But cool. My thing is cool. People, my phone was blowing up after this. Everybody was hitting me up. Your Chiefs. Your Chiefs. This. Uh, your Chiefs. That. Da 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 da. You know what it is? And what? Blame Nick Wright. Why? Because he said that y'all was gonna go twenty and zero. Yeah, I never believed that. Whoever believed Nick Wright, nah. But what I'm saying is this. Y'all talking all this work. We need this. We need that. Y'all ain't nothing without the white man with the beard. You're nothing without Travis Kelsey. This, but we had six drops. Okay, that's never gonna happen again. And we lost by one point. You're telling me we played our worst game. A loss is a loss, bro. And we I don't and we care and we, and we got and we lost by one point, bro. Y'all lost and y'all the worst about, division. It's not right even now. just about that. It's you had a drop that led to a pick six. Yeah, but I'm saying take yeah. that away. What happens? Y'all the worst in the division, bro. Here we go. Week one talking. Yo, they, he sound, he sounds like he sounds like someone that's never won nothing. He sounds I'm like a team that's saying, a, bro. It's a new season, who, bro. Who's your squad? You already know my who, squad. Who's your squad? Is, is? you talking, talking all that work? Say who's your, who's your squad? You say, Chargers. Yeah, yeah, y'all whack. Okay, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We all right. a decade of dominance over them bums. Right, cool, a decade bro. of dominance. But, but y'all lost y'all like, season opener at the, home. Bro, see, that's the difference between Chargers fans and Chiefs fans. They worried about opening season openers. We're about no. I'm just saying. We're talking about last time we played the Chargers. We blew them niggas out. Playoffs. Rated up on them. It was, like, what, it was like fifty to, who's like, what, 50 to seven. Some crazy. Who's your team? The Pats. Oh. I know we not good. Nah, y'all decent. I mean, who's who's you know. the better team between y'all? That's we really should be talking. Oh, us. That's definitely the Chargers. You don't until, got fifty. Until no, Mac Jones is not the guy. <laughs> he is not the guy. He and might do some wonders. No, no, he's not. He's gonna he's gonna wonderfully imagine himself. Why you don't on think Ezekiel Elliott won't take the load be, be, off him? Before we jump into that, because we talked about that. What are your thoughts about the Chiefs game though? Like, what are you? When you guys watched it. What are your What are your thoughts about um, just the, the Lions? The where the Chiefs team the roster looks. Do you think he needs more help? I mean, who helps? Do you think it's just game I one? Feel, I feel like, like I said, all jokes aside, it's game one. I yeah. mean, you know, what I'm saying shit like that happens. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that those mistakes are not going to happen in the next game. Um, Pat still doing Pat things. You think Tony's going to have a? Think he's going to get released after? That, nah. that nigga, that nigga is going. That nigga is going to the Shanghai Sharks. <laughs> Might not get them targets though, bro. Some of those drops, I'm just like, yo, are you serious? He's putting it on the money, right in the mitts. But them drones are zippers. Yeah, but come on. But you practice with true, this dude. True. This is second year with Mahomes. Well, you should I know just, what time it is. I think that I think that the game plan obviously changed for them, and I don't think that they were all expecting the game plan for it to be like that because which McCoy's out. But I mean, I guess they're still playing football. They're still playing football that day. You you can pay millions to do what you do. Big facts. You know what I like, mean. And, and people talking about we don't have a number one receiver. Oh, that's like all right. Bro. What you guys think about? Like you all said, right, if bro. you're really looking at it, you guys did only lose by one. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like at the end of the day, like next game, if say if Travis come back or if he doesn't come back, like y'all, y'all still I'm gonna be on good. Pace. But 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 don't get it twisted. When y'all come see us, bro, it's gonna be a problem. It's gonna be a problem. We're gonna have, well, it's, it's 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 never easy when we play the Chargers. But I'm saying we still big brother. I say, I say it again. You still big bro at the end of the day. I big bro. Just remember that. Huh? You know what I'm saying? You know, 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 the day when you, when you get older, you try to fight your pops. It doesn't work out. That's the charges when it comes to the Chiefs. I'll say it again. <laughs> I think, I think that, um, I don't think that the Chiefs are going to make it to the Super Bowl this year. Okay. It's Ravens. 
I don't even think it's the Ravens. Who do you think it is? I don't know, but I, he like, said the Bengals. I thought because it's giving. I thought he said he Deshaun and them. I think that giving. Hmm? I think that having a true number one receiver, not a tight end, I think that that plays a big role. Um, and it's not to say that it's not possible. I think they're definitely going to make it to the championship game. You can get someone. That Bro, plenty I'm telling of time. You it's going to be the Ravens. I think yeah, like if they if they get somebody or if somebody emerges, I'll change that. True. But like for right now, how it looks. You just having Travis Kelsey as the guy and him getting a little bit older, and if he's getting injured like this, it's looking slow bucks. Hey man, it's gonna be I the Ra- it's gonna be the Ravens and Bengals the AFC Championship man. I hear y'all. I gotta see it to believe it. That's all I gotta say. I gotta see it to believe it, bro. Every year they say we're done, and every year we 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 we, we never disappoint. So I mean, yeah, either way, Eagles going to the Super Bowl, so or winning the Super Bowl this year. God, Ryan, Eagles heavy. They, they they looking good this year, but I mean, Eagles the, on, on paper they're the best team in the NFL. You think Dallas might shake them up? No. Stop it. Stop. Absolutely. I'm asking. Dallas got a roster suit. They got though, a roster. They got a roster. Dallas, Dallas, has, Dallas has a roster, but you have Dak Prescott. But you got who they just pick up, though. They picked up Trey Lance. And the moment that Dak throws a, an interception, they're going to say, put in, give us the Trey. You don't think. Give us the you Trey. Think, you don't think Trey Lance is going to produce? Who, you said Trey Lance? Yeah. He's, he's, about be, da, he's about to be Dak 2.0. He's not, nah, he's not going to play anytime soon. They're going to try to push Dak because they gave Dak the bat. Yeah, they're going to push Dak, but I'm saying what I'm saying is they're molding him to be the next guy. Yeah. And I'm saying, do you think if he gets his shot, do you think he's going to do anything? Right now, any? this season? I don't know about this season. Next season? Yeah. Next season, yeah. He needs okay. a season to sit behind and actually like. He has to learn, learn their system. True. But Dak, I mean, we'll see what Dak does. Dak? So, yeah, it's just. Uh, Dak's what about not the Giants? Doing, Dak's not doing. Stop. Be like let's 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 be guided when we have say Kwan no more. Let me, Daniel Jones. <laughs> Let me ask y'all this. Um the big game come the big game that's dropping, um that's happening tonight after everybody listens to this, is the Jets versus the Bills. It's it's, it's all nine eleven. You know what I'm saying? Aaron Rodgers first game in New York City. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a whole theatrical type of thing. It's gonna be a You know what I'm event. saying? The the Jets, the Jets. Ha, Jets have a lot of women coming from their fan base saying that this is the team that's going to do it. That's finally going to lead them to the promise, and they finally got their guy. No. Will they live up to the hype? No, I think that they're. I think that they're a playoff team, but I don't think they're winning anything. Why? Why, why don't you? What about you, Rocky? You think the same thing? This year they're playing the Bills, correct? Bills game one, prime time Monday Night Football. I, I think, think they'll beat. I think that they'll beat the Bills because I don't because I think that Josh Josh Allen is going to is going to be doing his full time job. Um, as a pastry chef during that game, <laughs> so I think that that's probably not going to work out for them. But yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers and them has uh, have a uh, a good shot to win this game. They're gonna win simply because they got them the nice young guns. They're gonna win because their defense. They got is- something I'm, I'm, to prove, I'm a, I'm a, bro. I'm a Gardner fan. That's what I'm, I'm a, saying. And they got they're... and they got Dalvin now. It's not too? really about Aaron Rodgers anymore. It is, but it isn't. If you get what I'm saying. Who's that receiver? They got. I forget his name. Um, Number seventeen, that boy again. Wilson. Oh, I think their defense. I think their Cold. defense is yeah. going to defense is going to win them the game because, like I said, the front seven is strong. Josh yeah. Allen is Josh Allen is going to be a pastry chef again because he's going to be throwing turnovers. He's probably going to have a fumble. So I think that I don't think that the Bills are winning. I don't. Have, I keep saying this. I'm off the Bills until Josh Allen is off that team. So the Jets is winning that division, probably. Well, or or the Dolphins. No, the Dolphins are not winning the division. Okay. bro. two has to stay healthy, brother. Even still, they have a talented enough squad for them to make do for them to win, like, bro. Okay. Like they're they're like the thing is the Dolphins by itself without Tua can still win the division. Well, who's their backup? I don't even remember talking about it. I, I think I think that um I think that the Jets are relying too much on Aaron Rodgers leading them to the promised land. You got Zach Wilson. 
The backup. Yeah, bro, they got tools. Anyways, I think that they're they relying. Tools. I think that they're. He rel- might be a good backup, though, bro. I think that they're relying too much on Aaron Rodgers to lead them to the promised land offensively, and to an extent, I don't really think that that's always the wisest of choices. We gotta see what's yeah. around them, bro. Yeah, they have an offense. Like, yeah, on Aaron Rodgers, but, but like, you gotta see it, what's around them, bro. I'm looking at it from a standpoint. It sounds and maybe maybe this is just my Tom Brady bias, but it's like it's I'm looking Tom Brady bias. I'm looking at a standpoint of like you gotta be meticulous with that. He's an old head with, with a bunch of young talent. Okay, you can go crazy with that. You might be right. Okay, we are gonna see. We are gonna see. Um, the last the last sports thing I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. The fight of fights. This is not gonna mount. This is not the. It's not the fight of fights. This is gonna be a round two knockout. I'm He's just, gonna get I'm hit just, with a question mark. Kick. I'm just. I'm just saying for the night. It's the. It's the fight okay. of the night. I get what you mean. You know what Actually, saying? bro, don't do it. Stop. Sean Strickland is not beating him, and you know that he's not, bro. <laughs> bro like, but is you saying like this made a valid point? He's going in like I don't give a fuck. Because yeah, he's going to win. Yeah, and then the bet is Izzy was like, yo, I'm giving him this opportunity. He's acting like he's not grateful. No, 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 no. Like, I'm saying, like, like he's going like, to gonna just do anything, bro. Yeah, but if you listen to what Izzy was saying, like, in his interviews, he was yeah. mad that this bull was acting like he was, like, like the shit, essentially, because he's like, he's, I'm the one giving you this opportunity. You Sean, have yeah, because Sean Strickland is not good. He's not the best. Yeah, no, you know, he's, he's not good. He was, he's a top five fighter, ain't he? Yeah, but that that don't make, that don't mean nothing. It's how he fights. Like Sean, like Sean Strickland fights because he's looking for the pair. He's looking for the parry from your hands. He's okay. looking to parry. He's looking to block. Facts. And my thing is, is that you fight in a Philly shell, and because you do that, so you can do that. Yeah. The thing is with Izzy, Izzy's a kickboxer. If you want to try to neutralize his hands, he's gonna kick you in your face. Let me ask you: this, What if he tries to implement some wrestling? He's not gonna implement no wrestling, bro. Is he's a, a defensive grappler? He's a defensive wrestler. So even if you were to try to implement that, is he's going to be isn't okay? Is that part? Isn't that the worst part? Is he's game? Is his ground game? Yes. Yeah, but so you, I would, I'm somebody that's fighting him. I would. I, would you not want to try to implement that? Because early? the thing is, you can't eat. Like the thing is, is he keeps enough distance from you where even if you were to try that, he's either going to knee you or he's going to hit you. It's no. I think Izzy's gonna win. Don't get me wrong, but I'm saying if he tries to do some like some grappling tactics, it'll be interesting to see because he is a natural stand up guy. You know what I'm saying? I I see I see this fight not going past three rounds. I see I, ideally it's a second or third round knockout. If he gets knocked mm. out in the first, I will be at all. Yeah, but second <laughs> second or third round knockout. What if Izzy gets caught? He's, he's not gonna get caught at all. No. Sean Strickland is not Sean Strickland is not the type of guy you get caught by. Like go look. True. At, I can. I've watched him. I get what you're saying. Look he, at the. Pre, look he's at pretty text. Like you can tell what he's. You know what I'm saying. Look at the Pereira fight, and that'll tell you everything you need True. to know about him. Boy got slapped. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, how did he even get this? How did he even get a shot? He talks he a lot. No, so, no. So what happened was this is what happened. The, the the situation was after he fought Alex Pereira. Yeah. Um. He won. He was supposed to fight Duplessis, the 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 little white African. Facts. Leader. Facts. Facts. And. Izzy was trying to get that fight, but they weren't trying to give it to a number six, to a number six ranking guy. The issue was that okay, so you fight Robert Whitaker, winner of Robert Whitaker yeah, versus yeah, I'm um, uh, yeah. give fights Izzy in October or September. And Duplessis um, dogged him on um in in um in Australia because they're starting a new network. That was the yeah. story. He was supposed to do that to yeah. build, build, bring the network. Yeah. Ideally, Duplessis won, and it was like, yeah, no, nah, bro, I'm not fighting. Are you serious? Why? He because fight? he said that it's not enough time for him to recover. That makes sense. Hey, 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 nah, take your time. I'm not jacking that. Nah, Are I you get scared? it. Nah. Yeah, he was scared, bro. Do you think? Yeah. He might be, but like still, second, build that sec- hype, bro. It was a second round. Build that hype. But the thing is now, here's the issue now, mm-hmm. because now Paulo Costa and Hamza are about to fight. What are they? This is middleweight division, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's like my thing is now is he's talking about Hamza. 
He's not talking about duplices. And you know how Izzy, when Izzy starts talking, oh, I forgot Hamza moved up. When you and Izzy starts talking about people and he starts talking That'd about be a crazy fight, bro. That's when you know he's mm. thinking about who's next. Who you think was that one? Oh, Hamza's a that's dog. Gonna be, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a Hamza's record. He, I think he's undefeated, bro. He's undefeated, but he's only had like four or five fights. He, I mean, but at the same time, all of his fights were at Walter. Were they? Yeah, yeah. He just beat uh he beat um, Gilbert, Burns. Gilbert Burns. Yeah. Beat, but that was a dog fight too, that though. That was a dog fight. That's what I'm saying. It's gonna be a dog fight with him and Izzy. But I think Izzy catches him because Izzy's a defensive counter striker. True. So it's like the thing is with Hamza. Hamza is good. Yeah. But Hamza, I don't think he has the actual fight IQ in terms of bringing things out your tool bag. Like, but he might grapple him. He might do that you dirty say, you boxing. Say, you say he's not gonna challenge Izzy to get outside of his box. No. Nah. I, what I'm saying the, is Hamza's gonna go in with a game plan yeah. because he's a little bit arrogant. I'm saying Izzy has enough tools in his toolbox Facts. to mm. bring some. That's out gonna be a five round fight. I don't think. Oh, you know, it'll be a five round fight. But I think Izzy's gonna pull everything out of his toolbox. So let me ask you this: If 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 Hamza loses, well, yeah, if Hamza loses the podcast, do you think he'll go down to fight Ums, uh, Kamaru? Or no, Cameron? because he can't make weight. He made, he's made weight before though. He bro. didn't make weight last time. What were they at the fight? They after? said the doctors told him to stop for some reason. I don't want to hear that bullshit, bro. I don't I, I mean he's made weight before bro He made weight once The second time Who was he supposed to fight He was supposed to fight somebody at 175 You came in 14 pounds overweight yes. Was he supposed, That's, he supposed to fight Nate 14, Diaz 14 pounds overweight. He was supposed to fight bro, Nate Diaz At a catchweight Yeah but he came in like four, But they ended up doing it at a catchweight Because they were supposed to fight specifically at 170 uh, How you come in 14 pounds overweight I get you there's a difference if it's like we two, don't. I don't know what's behind. I, that two, gets tricky, bro. I 14, don't know. That's the easiest. There could be reasoning. I don't know, but bro. That's he's a, made weight before. But though. what I'm saying, bro, is that if you've made weight before, you should do it again. That's the easiest part. That's the easiest True. part of your bag. I, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you, bro. I don't. I just don't the know. The easiest situation. part of your bag is to make weight. That guarantees you money. But it's not like he like he's had a problem missing. I want to say the easiest though. part, but that's the most important part. It's it is. Important, it is. It is. But the, what's harder? You making weight or winning? Making weight, making weight, probably no. Winning the fight is definitely, definitely harder because you don't know what the other person's going to do. Everybody has to catch a chance. True, that's the only thing you have guaranteed nah, for you. But if you can, don't make it to the fight, you got to make weight. You got to make it to the, the fight. Yeah, I guess that's the hardest part before the fight. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's like that's the, that's the easiest part of the fight that you can control is weight. Afterwards, whatever happens, nah, happens. it's hard. I feel like training is harder hard. than a fight. Because imagine, because a lot of these but, motherfuckers be like one seventy, have to drop down like one fifty five or one forty five. Yeah, no, training is hard. But what I'm saying is that's the easiest part. Of the whole training camp two fight that you can control is making weight. Facts. I get what you're saying. And that's you a, can't control that. that the easiest thing you that can. you can control, like if you were to yeah. fight, you make weight. You're not wrong. You can't win. You you not True. you can't win fight of the night. You don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, you have you to know what see what how you it don't plays even out. know if you're gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> that's the easiest part of you guaranteeing <laughs> I mean, your bag. Yeah, you're right. It's making weight. You yeah, really right. don't know the unknown type shit. That's yeah, what I'm saying. You're right. I if you make weight, you're guaranteed at least. But some what if somebody told him to say, yo, just stop. We're going we gonna to set something up if you move up a division. Because that's what they do sometimes, bro. No, because the, no, the thing is with Hamza, the thing is with Hamza. That's Hamza, what they do. They do, but Hamza talks because he's talking about he wants to do three divisions. He says he wants he to do He could. Lose. But the thing is, is like he was talking about light heavyweight. He's talking about middleweight. He's talking about welterweight. But it's like, bro, you're not fighting enough niggas to even yeah. see thing, that. Uh, he's moving around you too much. Have to, nah. Not even that. You didn't even like for me. This is what I, this is what I would this is what I would say. If you want to, oh my god! Because think about it, think cold. about it. What will make him more, what will make him more money? Fighting at welterweight <laughs> or fighting at middleweight against Izzy? Middle, welter. What? 
I think Welter. You make a bad fight. Because think about it. if he if he can if he can make a run in the middleweight be, and somehow beat Izzy, be, be Izzy, he's gonna be the talk of the uh, UFC. Yeah, but at the same time, welterweight is the place where everybody goes to fight. That's where all the star he's power not is. And that's where the Who's at welter right now? It's kind of like dry right now. Bro. It's dry, but that's the people. That that's the that's the one. That he's trying talk to about. he's trying to be a dog and do it. I understand that, but what I'm saying. You saw is, how he came in the first. No, you're right, but I think that if you want to talk, the welterweight division is where people talk. You have Colby. You have. You have Colby, True. you have Gilbert, you have you have Dustin Poirier who might move up. Like you but have the yeah. you have the people who are the demons like who think about UFC. But Dustin just got knocked. Yeah, I was about to say he got redeemed himself. <laughs> to yeah. a lightweight. He got, he got put. Yeah, he That's got what put. I'm trying to tell you. So I'm seeing like if I'm Hosman, I'm saying these guys are little. I'm just gonna go for the big guy. No, I get what you mean. I think that Izzy, I think Izzy beats him now. Because that's going to be a good fight, Hosma versus Paul Costa. It is going to be a good fight. People don't really know that, though. That's what I'm saying. That's going to be a dog fight, bro. Because people don't... People... Because... Casual UFC watchers who saw the Izzy and Paulo Costa yeah. fight, they're like, oh, Paulo Costa's not good. Right. Yeah, but my recommendation for anybody who watch that shit. Watch Paulo Costa and Yoel Romero. Then oh, you, that was a dog fight, too. You made me watch that joint. Hell yeah. I was about to say, that's another, I think that's the thing people, the casual um, watchers, because I was like that at first, too. Like, you see one person take an L, it's not like boxing, where it's like, all right. Nah. It's like, it's, it's really, they be battling, bro. It, don't, bro one L don't really mean nothing. At all, bro. Like, it, like, you have to understand, like, there's levels to this shit. Like, shit. it's like, <laughs> like, Izzy, Izzy, Izzy is one of the great, is one of the greatest UFC fighters. Real shit. Ever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, you kind of have to understand, like, with that level that you see in, like someone like Paulo Costa is really good, yeah. But Izzy is just that better. It's like John Jones. Yeah, like there's John Izzy level than John Jones yeah. level, bro. You know like, what I'm saying? Like, how do you come in fucking and choke somebody out in 40 seconds? John Jones is different, but bro. surreal. That, but, that boy's just different. But no, bro. No, but, no, but, how do you just put somebody to get it? It's just different, bro. No, because surreal gone is not as good as y'all make it seem. But it's not even about That's that. Not, it's yeah. just like, bro, some. But he still fought like he, like top contenders, no, top he champions. Did. But what I'm saying is, in that fight though, you kind of have to understand this, like. The problem with Cyril Gaon is that Cyril Gaon literally can only kickbox. True. That's the problem. Like, he had no wrestling game. He couldn't do nothing. But John did come in big and put in pressure on him. He did. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Because you yeah. when you go back to the Nganu fight, what did, what did he do? He literally picked him up, dropped him, and yeah. Francis literally laid on that nigga. So you're an African brother. Who's yeah. winning that fight, Francis Nganu or John Jones? I think that. And Ganu catches him once, and I think that he falls, but I think he gets up. So it, it John it's Jones just one. saying, just no, saying. it might be a close one. I Who's think, winning? I don't know. Give, just pick one. Pick I one. Go, I, I don't like Cameroonian people, but I have to go with Francis and Ganu. I'm picking John Jones. John Jones. I'm picking John Jones until proven otherwise. You think they're going to make that fight for the Tyson Fury, uh, yeah, Francis? He, yeah, he's going to go to the PFL. Who? John Jones. Oh, I'm talking. I'm talking about for the UFC fight. I'm talking about for the boxing now. Oh, the boxing? Nah, they're not going to do that. What's going to happen is John Jones is going to fight um, Stipe Miocic. He's going to retire from the UFC, but he's still going to go and fight Francis Ngannou. That's a bag um, fight right there. Like that's That a, makes sense. That's a like, bag fight you're right guaranteed, there. Like, in the PFL, you're guaranteed a million dollars fighting. Why wouldn't you not do it? He's so fresh. He's going to do it. I would do it. You know what I mean? Like Fuck the UFC. Yo, not to not switch. Not fuck the UFC, but. Yo, quick question before we close out. Do you think Nick Saban is mad that Dion's in yes. all these Aflac commercials with him now? Yes. <laughs> he said, "Well, you should have brought the elephant." <laughs> Yo, do you th- how bad do you think that? How much do you think that bothers Nick? I know they've been in commercials. Why would it bother him though, bro? 
Nick Saban, do you ever see how much hate Nick Saban be giving Dion for the way he operates? I mean, he's a competitor, bro. No, he's upset because he had the power of controlling. He the did, but but what do you like, expect if you're a competitor? If you have somebody, a new guy that's taking over market, of course you're gonna be a little feel away. And I think he's even a little bit racist, but that's a different story. But yeah, like it's just like he's upset. I, he, he's upset because he don't have the power. He don't have the the sole power anymore. Like everybody want to go play for Prime because Prime has the connections. Prime knows. He needs to that's know a fact. Everybody had that era. Like when era was Urban, then he became Nick Saban. Now it's the Prime. Nick Saban's a little bit insecure. Yeah, bro. He's not the talk of the town no more. Yeah. They got to win a chip first, bro. Oh, no. Bro, because also Georgia been whooping them. Nah, it, it's the Georgia era. Forget all this. I know, but I'm talking about in terms of like who's who's getting the, who's having the most talks right now in college football. It's like Colorado right now has been talked about the most. In yeah. Terms of like, but that's Georgia, the destination but Georgia, everybody wants to but, go. But Georgia is just slowly just... Yeah, they're pushing. Just, yeah, they're slow burner. They're just like, all right, we're here. We're gonna do what we're gonna do. When they get to the big stage, they ain't gonna hear about us. Yeah, woo. That'll 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 be I, something, I, man. But, but nah, nah. At the end of the day, tune into uh, you know, Bama versus Texas. We about to you know, smoke on Texas pack. Hey, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna. I'm not a Texas fan, so you need you need you need to hit up the rail on that one. I, I think I I'm think last you know. y'all got y'all got away with one. That quarterback's back that didn't play last year. Um, but it's in Bama, so I'll give you all the nod right now, but I won't be surprised. I'll give you all the nod right now? You mean I'm like 40, boy? Nah, I don't think you're going to be about 40, bro. Steve Sharkeesian come back to play his old boss. It's going to be a little ball game, bro. It's gonna you know be a, it's it was like, a ball game last year, too. You know what it's like being in Tuscaloosa? And that is the... What'd you say? Nothing. But yeah, that's all I got for this episode, bro. That's all I got. You got anything else? I'm hungry. I'm about to go to Brooklyn tonight. About to go see my. About to go to, he a Brooklyn man for sure. I'm about to go to. The, I'm about to go to the LD store and I'm about to figure some shit out. Episode 129 of the Face of the Future podcast. It's your boy Mills. Your boy made some moves. Peace. Peace. Oh my God! Is that the faces of the future?